Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this special Friday episode, we will be reviewing a bunch of movies. We have reviews for Moonlight, Bleed for This, Loving, Rules Don't Apply, and Nocturnal Animals. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's Thanksgiving. Had a lot of food. Had ice cream. Ooh. Yeah, slit. Slit, bro. Um, I hate that word. <laughs> anyway, we haven't... I don't know if we've um, done podcast episodes, like recorded podcast episodes this close together since like the first three. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Because like, we put out three really quickly just because we were trying to make sure that we got approved for iTunes and everything. And I don't think we've done them this close together since then. But I, it's worth it because we got to see a lot of great movies. And we now we have a good problem, which is we don't have enough time to review them all on the main podcast. So we decided to throw in a little bit of a special episode here. It's also like Thanksgiving. And so, you know what? Why not? Um, Five movies, though. Um <laughs> Four of these movies, like, we watched four movies in a day. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, what, are you, are you, how are you expecting this episode to go, considering we're only doing reviews, and it's five movies? I'm expecting this episode to be quick. Um, really? Yeah, because I don't think, I don't think we're going to go, like, extremely in-depth with some of these. I think we can, but. We can, <laughs> but I don't think we will. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we can, I mean, I mean you never know when it comes to the Screenfellas podcast. Guys. That's true. It's just, you never know. You never know. A little bit of an unpredictability factor there. Yeah, we're like a pinata. <laughs> um, Surprise. And what, Surprise candy. What's get great about like these movies and being able to review them is like we've all, we've been saying for like a month now, like we're getting into Oscar season, but now it finally feels like, for better or for worse, it feels like we're in Oscar season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there, because there are legitimately for me two of these movies that I are definitely going to be creeping into my top ten, and for you, I think more like three. Yeah, but only three for me, man. I mean, the um, three movies that we saw. <laughs> Out of three out of the five movies that we saw were just they were yeah I, I loved I mean I really <laughs> I really like them um, yeah. so um so it's definitely um, I'm really looking forward to getting into this discussion and let's get into this discussion here all right we're gonna start with Moonlight which is actually uh, the first did we see this first yeah we saw this first yeah. because yeah because this was this was limited bias yes really limited bias um this I've been wanting to see this because it's um. Number one, it's A24, and I love A24, great indie company. And then number two, it's been very hyped as, like, a major Oscar contender, a best picture um, type movie. So I've been really looking forward to this, and it was in limited release, and we are lucky enough in Florida, at least for now, for me, um, for you, you're going to have this these opportunities a little more than I will. But um, for me... I, w I was like, yes, it's playing here. So <laughs> I'm very excited to be finally able to t see and talk about this movie. So let's get into Moonlight. Ozzy, what did you think of this film? I thought this was a beautifully made film, if I'm going to say so myself. I thought the story 
it was a unique story, but it was also it was also like a it was a unique film. Took a creative turn, mm-hmm. and I liked. I really enjoyed this film. I thought the performances in this movie were strong. Um, a standout performance to me is. Um, I'm so sorry for butchering your name here. Um, Mar Hershala Ali. Um, if you guys don't know uh, where he's from, check out Luke Cage. He's one of the main villains in Luke Cage, and he's also in this movie. And I think he does a fantastic job. I do want to see more of this actor because he does fantastic. Um, the screenplay in this movie, some of the best. I think this is arguably one of the best screenplays we've seen. All um, yes, um, this to me rivals um, when it comes to just. Uh, to me, the, what makes this movie great is just the filmmaking aspects of it. Because you talk about, honestly, this movie has is like textbook 3X structure, and I freaking love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's kind of just like um, Steve Jobs last year. It's very, like, this is a 3X structure. We have Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, and it's very clear-cut and well-defined. And that's what this movie is like as well. Um, and I love the way this movie is written. This movie... I don't think it's a movie for everybody, just because um, some of the thematic things, I know there's going to be some people bothered about that, um, and then also, um, it's it's not necessarily the quickest movie, and it's more, it's definitely got a very indie feel, so I think people are going to be put off by that, um, but I think if you appreciate good filmmaking, like the filmmaking aspect of things, I think you can really appreciate this movie, just because like Ozzy was said, or like Ozzy said, um, very well acted. It's honestly, there's some great performances in there. Um, like you said, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but he was fantastic. Um, I think the the second person to play the main character was very good as well. Um, the mom was very good. You're, you're going to have all the names here, so you're going to be able to say some yeah, of these. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up the cast right now on yeah. IMDb, but um, a lot of the names aren't popping up, unfortunately. Okay. The cast in this movie... I thought they did a great job, especially yeah. the three actors who were who played the who played Little. Yes, that's his name. That's the character's oh, name. Little. Um, and then he's black for a little bit, and yeah. what they, he has like a bunch of different nicknames. Um, but it, he like the performances were fantastic, and honestly, to me, the best aspect of the film. Um, there are a couple in there that I could easily see getting nominated. Um, but the fact, honestly, the fact that there's so many um, could it might like divide like the voting and maybe none of them got no- get nominated sadly. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but to me, one of the other great aspects of this movie and another, um, just a tribute to how this movie is written is the character development in this movie. The way, because basically this film is about, we haven't even said what this film's about. Um, because I know a lot of people won't even know or have heard of this movie. Um, this movie is basically a, kind of a coming of age movie um it's just about this guy blowing or growing up in number one a black culture and number two kind of dealing with his sexuality so it's a really interesting concept and it has a lot to say about sexuality in the black culture um it's just it's really interesting um it's got great thematic elements um but like I said, the way this character kind of develops and grows through life and grows through the situations around him and dealing with kind of what he's feeling and how other people view him and how how other people view him affects him. It's just, to me, it was just a really interesting and 
just well he's a well, well developed character yeah I, I, I would argue to say he's one of the most argued uh, one of the most well developed characters like in, in movies that we've seen this year oh definitely um just the way that they built this character was fantastic, and especially in the third act, I thought it was really well done. Um, just just seeing how um, the character was, because he starts off as a kid and he ends up being an adult. That's mm-hmm. how it is. It's in the trailers. Um, another standout performance for me is Naomi Harris. Mm-hmm. She was she the mom? It. Yeah, she oh, kills so it great. in this movie. I didn't Jeez. like her, but she kills Oh, you, you don't like her as a person um, because yeah. she's not a good person, yeah, but, but she as a character um, or as a performance, it was fantastic. Yeah, she kills it in this movie. So she she made the movie really good as well. Really? Yeah, from what from yeah. from a standpoint. Because yeah. there is a scene with her and the child um Nothing said. I mean, yeah, something is said, but it's yeah. just it's it's it, very it's muted, like very muted, and mm-hmm. she goes off. And I'm just like, just that scene alone mm-hmm. is powerful. So I thought it was a very powerful scene. I thought yeah. the acting was great as well. Yeah, and one thing that's really interesting about the performances, especially of the main character, who there's three different actors who portray him throughout different points in his life. Um, one really crazy thing is that. And this is kind of a positive, kind of a negative here. So this will kind of transition us a little bit into negatives, unless you have any more really big positives you want to get to. No, I'm good. Um, But the performances of the main character get increasingly better as the film goes along. Um, Like, I'm not saying that the kid was bad, because the kid, the one who played him when he was really young, was not bad. It just wasn't, like, great. Like, I'm not going to say he should get nominated himself. In my opinion, I think he did. I thought he did great. Um, um, but he, I, to me, the performances get even better, and the just the level of the themes get even deeper and deeper, and it goes deeper and deeper into the story. Um, so that those are our positives overall. You want to get into negatives a little bit here? All right, getting into the kid actor. Um, there is some dialogue between him um and his friend as a little kid called kevin yeah and i just did not like that dialogue because, oh really yeah because it seemed like there were two adults talking and these are kids i, I understand I why that. they did it you know what i mean because just the environment but at the same time just like ah, but they're kids mm-hmm. so i don't know but i do understand that you know they you know kids in some environments you know they grow up they're mature and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i don't know it just for me it, it kind of took away from it. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I, I get you. I get you. Um, I do. If I do have issues, I do have issues with that first act, with that first kind of section of his life. So I will agree with you in, in, in a sense there. I think it get it takes a little bit to get going. Or it takes a little bit for kind of the, the film to show you what we're doing here. Like what the point of this is. Because... To me, it just kind of meanders a little bit at the beginning, where it's kind of just like you're watching these things happen, and some of it kind of doesn't make sense, like um, how the older guy acts and treats um, little. I was just like, what is he doing? Like, that's a little weird. Um, (laughs) I was just like, that's strange. Um, So that kind of was throwing me off, and you're just watching all this, and I'm like, I don't get what the point is here. It you start to get it pretty quickly, like once they um, something specific happens, which I'm not going to get into. You're like, oh, here's where we're going with this. Um, so I, I just think it takes a little bit to get going or to get the story to hook you. Um, 
But I was all in pretty much on the second act of this movie. And then the third act, um, definitely I was all in on. Um, it A little bit dropped off towards the end, but not much at all. Um, so I really did like the second two acts of this movie. The first act, I just think, takes a little bit to get going. Um, I don't I think, know if you agree. I think the speak. first act is the longest one. That might be part of it too, yeah. True. Yeah, I think I think it was the longest one compared to the second night because the second night didn't seem it didn't seem that long at all. I think the um, third was the shortest. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't <laughs> know because I, I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the second one was short. I feel like the third one was short, but I felt like the the first one took yeah. like a big chunk of it. Which I, again, I, I personally don't have a problem with it, but yeah. I, um, um, it was fine uh, for me. Another thing, what was it? Another one of my negatives. Is cinematography? Yes. Okay. Cinematography. We are gonna took, get. Yeah, we'll talk took about the that. Out of my mouth. <laughs> um, the the problem that I have with the cinematography is there are some shots that I absolutely loved in this movie, mm-hmm. but then there are just some shots. I think the opening scene is one of the shots had like one of the shots I had a problem with. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Because I remember it now. The, You're right. Because there, and it. It does this in some of the films that I think we saw this week, mm-hmm. where it looks great in the middle, but mm-hmm. like on top of it and the bottom of it, mm-hmm. the camera looks fuzzy. Yeah. So that's one of the problems that I had with it. I think this movie was trying a little too hard. In my opinion, the director of the cinematography, they were trying a little too hard to be artsy. And it came across as just... It, honestly, it just came across as pretentious at times. Like, there were times when the camera would flat out just be blurry. I'm less like, what? what is going on right now? And it's almost like they were trying to do that for artistic reasons, but I'm sorry, it just did not look good. That's not good camera work. It's just not. Um, and then also, like... I felt like at the beginning scene, they were also, it was a one shot, like it was a tracking um, shot where they would just kind of go and they would follow this, follow this guy through this conversation. But also the camera, I felt like I was watching a CW show at times where the camera just won't stop moving. Like they were rotating around the person. Honestly, that's that's what I thought about. (laughs) I was just like, what is going on right now? (laughs) Again, little things that inherent, like they're not bad. And a lot of the times they're good, but it's just things that you're like you're trying too hard to just be like artistic right now it's just like can we focus on like telling the, a good story first like let's get into the story first i do agree that the cinematography it wasn't horrible but there were some moments where i'm just like good lord what are they doing with the camera right now yeah <laughs> so those those are my negatives and that's kind of to me that was the big thing that was like what is going on like and i again I think it was like they were trying, trying too hard to like be an indie film, <laughs> and it was an indie film, but it was trying too hard to just look like cheap filmmaking at times. Again, not all the time, because I do agree there are moments when it's like, that is good filmmaking. Um, Agreed. So, do you have any more negatives? I mean, or? That's, uh, that's it for me. Dude, this was a great movie. I'm, I, I, I'm going to say that I do not think it's a movie for everybody, like another movie on this kind of this episode that we're going to be talking about, mm-hmm. but... I think if you kind of, if you like the filmmaking aspect of things, there is no reason to not see this movie. If you're a cinephile, go see this movie. I, I'm going to recommend this film to people. Yeah. Um, um, the only people that I feel won't like it is the extreme uh, conservatives. But, <laughs> That's um, probably true, yeah. Um, but 
to people who are around our age, we're on our twenties. Yeah. Um, definitely check it out. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you, you have a good time. Yeah. It's definitely a film that you walk out and you it's in your mind for a bit. Yeah. So definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, all right. You want to let's get into ratings here. This I'll start um, this time. This is one of the films that I was saying is going to make my top ten at this point. I can easily see, and I honestly, with some of the things that are still yet to come out, I can see it, and it will probably get bumped out, but right now, it is in my top 10, and I am going to put it at an 8.9 out of 10. Yep. I'm going to put it at a 9. Wow. A 9. This movie was great. It's definitely going to make my top 10. Um, This movie, like I said, I recommend it. It's... Mm -hmm. The issue is... Is is a part of the, what makes the movie so good, and yeah. really discovering that for himself. I thought it was great, and the characterization for himself was great. It's it's some of the best character development that we've seen okay. in the film all yep. year. So definitely check it out. All right, let's move on to um, bleed for this. Sorry, had to find where we were going because there's so <laughs> many movies we're reviewing here. Um, bleed for this. This um, film, man. I think it's a good movie. Honestly, I do. And I know, I think, Ozzy's going to disagree with me here. I think it's good. I don't think it's great or anything. I would recommend it. It's it's an enjoyable movie. It's the one that I think deserves to be seen in theaters. I'm not going to say, like, it's, like, one of the best boxing movies. Like, it pales in comparison to the two boxing movies we got last year. It just flat out does. But I think it's an, a good and enjoyable boxing movie. It's an inspiring story, so that definitely helps it. Um, Ozzy, what were your thoughts on this movie? I thought this movie was okay. Okay. Um, this is one of the problems that I had with Hands of Stone and that I have with this movie. I don't entirely like the main character. I just don't. Um, he seems like an overconfident guy. For no, First of all, this guy has really nothing to be confident about, but he's confident all the time. Um, so I'm just like... Nothing to be confident about? I mean, he was a pretty successful boxer. I mean... He was fighting for a world championship, so he was successful. No, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. I guess we'll talk about it after. But but he was fighting for a world championship at the beginning of this movie, so he has reason to be no, confident. No, but... Alright, spoiler <laughs> alert. Three, I mean, two, it's it's historical, one. but... He lost two fights before then, so... Uh, like, he's okay, but like, I don't he's know, He's still man. fighting for a world championship. Like I said, but like... <laughs> it's not like, I'm not... Whatever. I'm not anyway. But um, anyways, he just seems like a... He just has nothing, in my opinion, he really has nothing to be confident about, other than the fact that he boxes. I really just, I don't understand. So he seems like an overconfident guy. Okay. Now, the story um, is inspiring. I'm going to give it that. Yeah, story, let's, let's start getting to positives. Let's yeah, focus on the those The story first. is, um, first of all, I think Miles Teller yes. does a good job. I'm not going to say I love his performance, but I'm going to say that he does a great job. Here's what I'm going to give him credit for. I'm going to give him credit for when um, when he's going through the pain. Yes. He is, because it's in the trailer, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's historical where they put the thing in his head, you see him struggling, mm-hmm. and you see him struggling to do something. So I, I do like the fact that he is, um, that, that he shows emotion, that you see him struggling, you know, lifting weights and working out. Yes. Um, and I am going to say that he does carry out like a pretty good Italian accent throughout the movie. So yeah, he maintains it. Yeah. So um, I I think Miles Teller had a great performance. 
Um, I think it's borderline. By the end of the year, I think it's going to be kind of on the edge of the Oscar discussion. But honestly, I think he's in that discussion for me. Um, he just was brilliant in this movie, honestly. Uh, his kind of... Like, and you know, the Academy loves kind of the bulking up and then losing weight, those kind of things. And he definitely does that in this movie. Um, so that's going to help him when it comes to that discussion. But anyway, uh, like you said, his confidence at the beginning of the film, it kind of, it, it, yes, it is a lot to take in, but I think he portrayed that confidence very well. Um, even throughout like his his tragedy, he still has this confidence about him. Even in moments where he's starting to doubt himself, you can still see the confidence in that, in him. And that, to me, is the mark of a great performance. When he's going through crap, and he's still maintaining that quality underneath it, and you can still feel that from him. Um, and everything else you said as well, like his, um, the physical aspects of it, the pain that you can see it on his face. But was, like I said, at the same time, you still see that confidence. So that's why I really do love his performance in this movie. Um, so I, I, to me, that honestly, his performance carried the film um, for me. What are some of your other positives, Ozzy? Um, some other positives, like I said, was, I'd say it was the second act. Um, like I said, like where you see, like where you see him um, doing the physical things that he's not mm -hmm. supposed to be doing. So I think that's really interesting. Um, I'm also I'm gonna give a shout out to Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, he, I had a good performance he did as well. a great job in this movie. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got a little bit of buzz for best supporting actor because I, 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 I thought he did a great job. He did a great job because um, I've never seen him in anything, mm -hmm. you know, like this before. This is the first time I've ever seen him in anything like this before, mm -hmm. and I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, I thought the chemistry between um, Miles Teller, who plays Vinny, mm -hmm. and Aaron Eckhart, who plays uh, Kevin Rooney, I thought they had a great chemistry. Yeah. I also thought he had a great chemistry with his father, Angela. So, mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, the... The chemistry in this movie is great. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I, my other positives, I think, one of them is just the story. The story is a great, it's a great story. If you know the story, great. If not, I mean, it's in the trailer. He gets in, into a car accident and he is working his way back into boxing. And he, he broke his neck and all these different things. And they say he will never box again. And he's like, no, for, screw that. Um, so it's a great uplifting story. And I think for that alone, honestly, on top of Miles Teller's performance, it's worth seeing to me. Um, and then also, I we've a little gotten we've gotten into this a little bit, but I completely disagree on the main character. I think he's a very understandable character and the character that for me it wasn't too hard to get behind. But I know you disagree, so this will kind of transition us into a negatives. I've already said kind of the character, but. Anything else or any more specifics on why you don't think the character necessarily works or what is it? It just, he's just so overconfident. Yeah. Like it just, I couldn't, I really couldn't buy into it until the second act because mm. you know what I'm saying? Like you want to root for someone who's been through something like that. You want to root for somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to mm -hmm. give your pity to somebody and I hate to say a pity, but you're going to give your pity to someone like that and you're going to root for someone, somebody who's lost everything you're gonna give also you're gonna give someone props who is still believes um that he can come back from this mm -hmm. so it is a powerful story but his character 
before then, it's just, I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like, it's just, he, he reminds me of, of Mayweather in a sense. He's like, oh, I got this. I got this. I got this. May, Mayweather has the right to talk. I'm not going to say that he doesn't, <laughs> but it's just annoying to see him talk like that. It's sort of just like, to me, humble yourself. And to me, he really didn't humble himself in this movie. So that's my thing about this guy. I guess we'll, we will agree to disagree there. Um, let's get into, again, the cinematography. I feel like this is it's going to be annoying for people because we're complaining about cinematography in two different movies. But I don't care because the way the fight scenes were shot in this movie, not good. Sorry, it just wasn't. Um, I completely <laughs> agree with you. Yeah. I just got done seeing Great, as you know. That was my recommend, recommendation a few weeks, like a few episodes ago. Yeah. They shot the fight scenes great in that movie. This mm-hmm. movie, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I really don't. It was uh, very just choppy. Like, you're just like, really? Can we not? Yeah, because like... it would transition from, like, a one blow to um, just an, just a reaction. And even yeah. then, it it didn't look like they hit each other. It just looked like they hit each other's gloves. <laughs> like, that's honestly what it sounds like. like. Is that is he hitting his glove? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, that's what I, I mean, that's what I saw. It definitely, it wasn't very visceral. Like, you didn't feel the hits or anything. And then also, just like I said, the way it was edited, the way it was filmed, like, it was like, it it was basically just like a bad action scene where it's just like, see the gun shoot, then you see the guy, and then it cuts to the guy jumping away from it. And, like, half the time you can't tell where they are in the ring. Like, it's just like, honestly, there were times where I'm like, oh, he's against the rope. And then they cut to a wide shot, and, and they're in the middle of the ring. I'm like what like that's just not good editing at all um so i just did not like the way the fight scenes were edited or the way they were shot honestly so that's definitely another one of my negatives um and then also this i i don't know i because i do think that you the first half of this movie or the 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 beginning of the story where it's he before his car accident right that's necessary that's a necessary part of the film you have to get to know this person before um he gets into his accident and you have to start rooting for him right mm-hmm. but i think it took too long honestly i to me i was sitting there going when are we going to get to like the bulk of this story like you know the inspiring part of this story and then we finally got there i'm like jeez i mean how much time do we have left here <laughs> like to me it just it took too long to get there and that was a pretty big problem for me i was just like yes it none i was never really bored in this movie but it just took too long to get there for me. There was things that I was like, they could have cut this out. Like, even some of his fights, I was just like, we don't need to see this fight. This is not the main fight. We all know this. So, I, I don't know. It was something that just, it yeah, just took too long. I will agree that there is pacing issues in yeah. this film. There is, it's like in the first act. But I will say that when, like, it hits, when it hits, when the, when the car accident happens. Oh, yeah. It's when we get really, into the story, really it's good, it's so. really good. So, it's just, it takes a while to get there. And even the stuff before that, like I said, not bad, just took too long. Um, so, that, that those are all my thoughts on this movie. Do you have anything else? That's about it for me, man. All right. What is your rating for Bleed for this? 6.8. Okay. All right. 6.8. You are just below me. I am at a 7.0 out of 10. So, yep, we're not too far off here. You're not too far off at all. Um, now, let's move into loving. And this is one that I think you're higher on me on, higher on than I am. But I did think this was a great movie as well. So, let's kind of get into it. What were your thoughts on loving, Ozzy? 
Ironically, I love this movie. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to do any puns, but I really love this movie. Um, the story in this movie, my gosh, this movie is. It's such a beautiful story, and it's also such a tragic story of these of this interracial couple who love each other, mm-hmm. but they get driven out of their home, um, separated from their families because. They they're not allowed back in back in the back in their state, mm-hmm. and I think it's such a great story. I I really really like this story. Yes. Um, then I start with the performances here. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Joel Edgerton kills it as Richard. Uh, Joel Edgerton so underrated, so underrated. It's criminal, it's, honestly. It's ridiculous. Is he finally going to get nominated and appreciated for his work? I hope movie? he does because I think he did a great job, especially. Uh, Ruth, uh, it's, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Ruth, Ruth Nega, mm-hmm. uh, N-E-G-G-A. Yeah. Um, I saw, I read an article the other day saying she was a main contender at this point for um, Best Actress, and I didn't think of it at first, but I can't disagree. She, she was fantastic. She does a great job It was very subdu- um, subdued, but strong performance yeah, from her. Yeah, she plays, she plays the character of Mildred. Yes. And... I think her and I think Mildred and Richard, um, played by Joel and Ruth, I think they I think they did a fantastic job. I yeah. think they had great chemistry together. They oh, worked well together. Fantastic chemistry. Um again, this would honestly this would be tough between the chemistry that I gave to um Revival <laughs> when it came to Jeremy Renner and yeah. Amy Adams, but the this chem- the chemistry that these two have carries the weight of this entire movie. So yeah. You're just like, oh god! Like, <laughs> well, there's another, so, there's yeah. another Amy Adams movie that we're going to be talking about a little later that I think should get in that category as well. Yes, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> anyway, but, um, continuing on, this was yeah. just that the chemistry was was great to see on screen. They worked off of each other so well, mm-hmm. so well. Um, Carlos, what do you think about it? What is Ooh, it? Um, the going off the performances? Uh, Joel Edgerton, like I said, is criminally underrated. Ruth and I got great performance. I've loved her basically in everything I've seen her in. Um, she, but this was definitely the most subdued I've ever seen her. She is more of a. She normally plays more kind of bold characters, more outspoken characters. But this, she was kind of very laid back and very um, just. But at the same time, you could tell exactly what was going on in her head. And at, at the same time, there was still that strength that is always to her characters. Um, so I really did love her performance. And Joel Edgerton, I, he has to get not, Come on, man. Uh, there are two performances that we are going to be talking about in this episode that, come on, these are guys that need to be recognized for their work. Please. And Joel Edgerton is definitely one of them. If you have not seen Warrior with Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy... What are you doing with your life? It is amazing. That movie is a great movie. Uh, Check it out. He is so good in that movie. Um, he, I think I he's better than Hardy. I want to see. I want to see that movie again because I, I haven't oh, seen it. So long. good. But, um, but anything, Edgerton is great. And there's one other performance that I have to mention because again, I, I know I keep alluding to a movie we're going to talk about later, and we will definitely be talking about the movie in a, in a couple minutes here. I was going to recognize him too. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Take but, it away. Oh my gosh, Michael Shannon in this movie. 
he is absolutely phenomenal. Honestly, I think he could easily get nominated for Best Supporting in a movie we're going to talk about in a minute. But he is better in this movie than he is in the movie we're going to talk about. Yeah, but he has a smaller role, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, he's a cameo. Oh, he's man. a cameo in this movie. But he is so good and for the little bit he's so in good. here. Yeah, like, Carl Star was talking, I was like, that's, that's Michael Shannon? What? <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen him in a role like this before. And it's... It's. I'm ashamed that we haven't seen him in more roles like that because <laughs> he does a great job in this movie. Um, for I think he's only in for like maybe ten minutes, yeah, tops. But in those ten minutes, like you're glued to the screen because he's there and he's mm-hmm. doing a great job. Um, oh, Shannon, shout out to Michael Shannon. Man. Yeah, man, he is out, killing it. Shout right out now. to Michael Shannon. He's great. Um, he's killing it in a lot of things because he was in that other um, Jeff Nichols movie that we reviewed on the podcast, Midnight, Midnight Special. Yes. And he was great in that as well. He is having a great year. Period. Um, so love Michael Shannon, love him in this movie. But anyway, uh, my other positive is you really get to know the characters and this kind of family that they have here, um, just really well. You, you just, you spend, the movie is basically you're just spending time with them. And that kind of plays into my negatives in a little bit here, but you just really get to know these characters. It has great development of these characters. It, it's just they're very it's a very relatable and very just it's a great story it honestly is and it's a very um it's a story that you can just easily attach yourself to and go man if i was in this situation that that would suck like to have people say you cannot be with this person and if you want to be with this person you've got to leave the rest of your family that's horrible um it it really is so it's it's just i i really did love the story this i mean it's very touching and i mean even if you have problems with the pacing you by the end of it if you're not feel if you're not getting hit in the feels you don't have a heart (laughs) i mean it's just it's really touching yeah this movie is a very touching film very emotional film um almost got me in the end um so Mm -hmm. definitely check i would check this movie out yeah Um, let's get into our negatives. Okay. Um, what do you have for negatives, man? Uh, this movie moves at a snail's pace. There's no going around it. It moves at a snail's pace. It is very slow. Very, it's a very deliberate pace. Like they are, they know they're moving slow and they are not unapologetic about it. They don't care. Um, and I get that. But it's just, to me, that isn't, like, you. I get it, I get why you feel like you have to move this pace, but you gotta, to me, you had to pick it up just a little bit. You could even cut things out here or there, little things out here or there. Um, maybe this time when they were in court here, or this time when they're just spending time together here, just little things that they made a, maybe could have cut out just to make this movie move a little quicker, in my opinion. I agree with you there, the pacing could have been done better. I mean, it's because not horrible. It's just, like I said, it's deliberate, but it's very slow. I understand. Yeah, like I, I agree. I understand what they were doing, but I do think that the pacing could have been done just a little bit better as well. Um, if you're going to try to attract people to this movie, I think that you should at least try to keep them at least on the edge of their seat just a little mm-hmm. bit. And I just don't think they did that. They did it. Because um, it's supposed to be an emotional movie. It's supposed to be a really emotional movie, and we're supposed to be getting to know these characters really well and care for these characters. Yeah. Which we do. They, yeah. they, they find success at that. But, again, the pacing. If we're going to be in a movie for two hours, let's, let's keep it going mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, what are my negatives? And it's not the film's fault. Yeah. It's not, it's not the film's fault. It's the actual character's fault. This is literally what happened in real life. Um, so, it's not... I'm not going to dock it for this, but it just... 
Um, there's something that happens in the movie. I can't. I'm not, not going to go into detail about it. Cause yeah, cause, I mean, it is historical. But at the same time, you're just like, not many people are going to know this story. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't. You're, you're right. So, just try to keep I'm it vague. There is a scene that happens in this movie that I feel that um, Joel Edgerson and Ruth should have done, but they didn't do it. And it's just because the characters didn't do it. The people in real life didn't yeah, do they, it. So. they didn't do it. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing. I just Yeah, think, you can't really hold it against yeah, them. Yeah, so I'm not going to so. hold it against the film. But I do think that if the film would have done it just differently, mm-hmm. if they would have taken like a bold step, I feel that the story would have been more of a payoff. Yeah, use a little bit more of artistic freedom there. Yeah. But Creative again, freedom. But again, it's not yeah. it still wasn't bad. I'm not going to I'm not going to dock points. Mhm. Um all right. Do you have anything else or do you want to kind of score this movie and uh move on a little bit here? Let's do it. Score it. All right. Um my score, I'm going to be lower than you. I know that uh because we were talking about this a little like after we saw it because Jeff Nichols has now put out two great movies this this year with Loving and with Midnight Special. And we were talking about this and I was trying to see like a little bit where you were at. Um, so I asked you which one is better, which Jeff Nichols movie this year is better. And you said that Loving was better. And that's how I knew you were going to be a little higher than I was. So I have this movie at an 8.4. Um, I gave Midnight Special, I believe, an 8.6, so it's just barely underneath it. So, but it to me, Midnight Special is better, and this movie is definitely great. And definitely recommend you see it in theaters. And it's, uh, to me, unlike the other great movie that we've talked about in this episode, I, I think this is more of a universal movie that people are going to go, and not many people are going to say, I didn't like that movie. So I think it's a more easily accessible movie in every sense of the word, because Moonlight is going to be hard to find this week by this week. So, um, but anyway, what is your rating for this movie? I am at an 8.9 with this movie. Wow. 8.9 with this movie. This movie, again, it's such a beautiful story. And I think it's told in a very beautiful way. Like just because we have issues with the pacing a little bit, doesn't mean that I don't think you guys should see this movie. I think this movie is fantastic. I think the screenplay is great. Mm-hmm. I think the cinematography is good for what it had to be. Um, the soundtrack was good. I think everything was great in this movie. And I think the performances, as we said, were Oscar worthy. So definitely give it, give it a watch. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely going to be in your top 10 at this point. I mean, it could get knocked out, but you're a little more stingy with the nine. So who even knows? Um, it might make it. Uh, anyway, there's a reason why I can't put it to a nine, but we'll discuss that after. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. All right, so let's move on to uh, oh man, a movie that we're not. Uh, we went to go see this movie kind of early, and that might have, to be honest, a little bit of a behind the curtains that might play into our dislike of this movie. But I also don't think that it was a good movie, so that doesn't help. Oh boy! Uh, so this let's get into it. Rules don't apply. What did you think of Rules of Unplay? Why don't Do you start us off? not like this movie whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Um. I just... I can't, <laughs> I can't with this movie. This movie, oh my gosh. I saw the trailer for this movie. Yeah. I think we both saw it around the same time, actually. And I wanted to like this movie. I It looked great. Um, looked promising. But it just... No. <laughs> no. It was wow. Um, 
we'll, we'll get into our positives in a second. Let me um, first say this. I didn't have the biggest expectations for this movie just because, um, like I said on our recommendations in the last episode, I was not... I, I just saw the trailer and I was like, why are they going to make a Howard a movie about Howard Hughes a comedy? Because all that I have in my mind when it comes to Howard Hughes is Martin Scorsese's and Leonardo DiCaprio's The Aviator. So I'm just like, that's... Howard Hughes is not a comedic figure. Why are we going to make him a comedy around him and his life? So I was just like, what is... I, it was just To me, it was a strange decision. That's why I did not have the best, best expectations going in. But I thought I'd at least get something okay. And this movie's just not good, period. It's bad. Um, but, alright, <laughs> let's start off... Let's start off a little bit positive here. So what do you got, Ozzy, positives-wise? I thought the song that Lily Collins sang was pretty good. Yeah, um, it's called "Rose Don't Apply." Yeah, um, <laughs> fitting. Um, so that really? That, that's it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think about this movie more. Um, Nocturnal Animals is still in my mind. Let's look at that movie. <laughs> we'll get there. By the way, um, the song was pretty good. I'll give it that. I think the performance that she gave, yes, in the beginning. Oh, because I'm gonna get to something. Okay, I thought and, she had a good performance throughout. I, I guess we'll disagree a little bit. In the third about act that. is where I think in the ending of the second act, going into the third act is where I completely lost interest in the character. But was it her performance or was it the character? I think it was. You know what? I think she did a great job. It was the screenplay. I had okay, wrong. there we go. So, well, I agree with the screenplay, but again, we'll get there. Um, to me, um, Lily Collins and Alden Ehrenreich, who. If there is a reason for anybody to see this movie, it's if you're curious about Alden Ehrenreich because he's going to be the next Han Solo, um, then sure, but I wouldn't recommend it. I think there's probably other things you can find him in. I don't know any off the top of my head, but just try not to uh, try to avoid this if you can. Um, but Alden Ehrenreich is he was really good in this. I, I do think so. I think that they were both fighting through a poor script, but they did the best that they could with what they were given. And I also thought that they had pretty good chemistry together. So to me, they were the strongest aspect of this film. And they, I was really interested when they were on the screen. It's when the Howard Hughes character was on the screen that I was not interested, but again, we'll get there. <laughs> you know, it's a bad movie when we can't get through a positive without saying a negative. <laughs> so, and that's what the case here, uh, I would also say that some of the comedic moments, there were times when I honestly did chuckle. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to lie and say that I was sitting there going, like, stone-faced the entire time. Because there were some moments I was like, <laughs> that, that, okay, that, that was good. Um, even with the Howard Hughes character, which I did not like, um, but he had moments where I was like, okay. <laughs> like, honestly. that, it, it, But they're few and far between, and they're not, like, laugh-out-loud moments, if you know what I mean. So... But I'm just saying that there are some moments that worked. Um, do you have any other positives? That's it for me. Um, I And then I'll also say that overall, it's a fun story. No. I, I think it's a fun story. I just don't think... I think that it had pacing issues, number one. And I also think that it had a bad script. But I do think that the story that was there was interesting. It just... Good lord, it took forever to get there. 
forever. But was it even worth it in the end at this point? I think if, I if maybe think... if it would have been more concise, it could have been worth it. I think there, the story was there, but it was just written horribly. So, all right, let's just fully transition into our negatives here. Honestly, you really don't like this movie. I don't either, but take it away. This movie, first of all, you don't get to Howard Hughes until like... What, an hour into it? Well, yeah, because they're trying to keep him mysterious and they're holding him back. But even when you do get him, it's not worth it because it was the freaking weirdest performance. That's what I'm saying. Like, they they hyped up this guy and you get him and... He's kind of like this creepy old perv. Like, I'm just like, uh, I, I don't, I don't want you near me. I don't, I don't want you near my. I don't want you near anybody that I know, just because he seems like a creepy perv. Yeah. Um. So it's not uh, the the performance. The performance that the actor gave, I just, I wasn't really into no. it. Um. With the screenplay, this is this is that I have a problem with Lily Collins's um chemistry with um Alden Eric Eric uh, who plays Frank. Something happens in the movie. She gets mad at him for no reason. It's the yeah, dumbest thing. Yeah. I'm just like, this is literally <sighs> yeah, your it's, fault. It's You're just, not even letting him talk right now. It's just what are such you doing? a bad script. It really is. <laughs> like the, I mean, guess how the characters are written. Like you were just saying, the dialogue. Like I think honestly, that's an, that's a really big part of why I didn't like the Howard Hughes character or anything any of his scenes, just because it was just so, honestly, like, he would sit there and be talking and talking and talking about literally nothing, and we're supposed to think that this is funny and quirky or whatever, but honestly, it's just, like, you're sitting there going, when are we going to move on? Like, Yeah, because the characters get annoyed, which makes you get annoyed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so- it's not helping. Like, it's not funny. It's just annoying. Um, and... I just did not like... Honestly, every time the Howard Hughes character was on the screen, I was like, can we get back to Alden Ehrenreich and Lily Collins on screen together? Because they actually work well together. Like, every time he was on screen, I was just like, can we please move on? (laughs) Honestly, it just did not work on any level. Um, I agreed. And I think a lot of it has to do with the script, but I also don't think the performance worked. And just... I I don't know. I think it was an ill-conceived... It was ill-conceived from the beginning. Because you have a character who... This is a... A real person who struggled with a lot of mental issues. A lot of mental issues, especially towards the end of his life. And to make a comedy about it, I mean, I hate to be like the PC person, but to make a comedy about like this guy who had a lot of mental issues, like why, what, what was the idea there to begin with? Like who said like, you know what, let's make a comedy about Howard Hughes. Who thought that? I, I just, I, to me, it was just a strange concept to begin with, and it just didn't work. I had, I also had a problem with um, Annette Benning's character. Mm-hmm. She was so annoying. Annette Benning, what? She was, she was Lily Collins' mother. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't as annoyed her, with her as I you were, her but overbearing, yeah. annoying, and I wanted her to just, I wanted her to fly away. <laughs> um, again, and another, fly. I had a huge problem with the cinematography in this movie. Cinematography in this movie was atrocious. Were- and the editing in this movie, my goodness gracious, <laughs> this reminded me of like the first hour of Batman v Superman, except the worst. There, this movie was so choppy. I literally have written down disjointed narratives, and that's exactly what you're saying. So it has a very all over the place narrative. Choppy, like yes. it was crazy. It mm-hmm. was so crazy how choppy this movie was. Um, and then also, kind of playing off your um, cinematography thing. 
the CGI backgrounds. It was all like to me. We watched this right after or before. I think it was before. No, after we. You know, it was after. Right after we watched Allied. Right. It was the night because we watched yeah, Allied yeah, at night, and then yeah. the next morning yeah. we watched this. And I was like, what is it with these movies and horrible CGI backgrounds? <laughs> like, it was like, because at the same, I get it because you have to make like a city look like it did back then. So you have to kind of change the background. But honestly, it just looks so glossy, so fake. I just was like, this is not good at all. <laughs> like, it just does not look believable. And it's hard to get invested in a, in what's happening on the screen when you can obviously tell that what the background, that the background is just not realistic. Um, especially when it's a modern city, like if it was some futuristic thing, then you kind of just, you put that behind you because it obviously is going to look different. But this was just like, it does not look good. Um, so that, that's kind of, that's all I have to say about this movie. What, what do you, you think, and you have anything else? What do you think? what do you think about Matthew Broderick? Um, as who was he, who did he play? He was the other driver. Oh, I thought he was fine. I, yeah, I, fine. I didn't have issues with him. Did you? I thought he was okay oh. sort of weird too but. I, every time he was on the screen i was expecting him to start talk, talking to the camera just because first people wish day off um but <laughs> every time he was on the screen i was like when is he gonna tell me how to skip school <laughs> so but anyway that, that was um interesting uh do you have anything else that's it for me man what all right you, what do you rate this movie Whew. um i am rating this movie a 3.8 out of 10 wow I'm surprised. Why are you lower or higher? Oh, I'm lower, Carlos. Jeez, I am lower. <laughs> okay, where are you at? Two point eight. Okay. <laughs> this was not a good film. Not a good film. Very choppy. Um, definitely would have bumped up my points if it wasn't as choppy, mm-hmm. and if it didn't feel like it was four freaking hours. <laughs> so. Yes. Oh, man. Wow. Um, anyway, let's move on to a much better movie. A That's much so better movie. let that movie go. Because <laughs> now I can forget. I can detox it out. And now we can end with, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, the best movie of the bunch that we're going to be talking about. I, I can, I'm not happy I'm saying that, but I can definitely get behind it. Okay. Whoa. What do you mean you're not happy you're saying that? Because the two other movies that we were talking about, not Believe for this, um, Moonlight and Loving, they were great. Yeah. Great. But Nocturnal Animals takes out of the park. So, I mean, I'm not not happy about it. I'm not happy about it, but it was so good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Nocturnal Animals. Jeez. I don't think they're... A lot of people, again, have not heard of this movie. I told my mom about this movie, and she was like, "What are you? What? Is, what is that? Is that about animals?" <laughs> like she literally was like, is that "Animals." I'm like, "No." Um, so let's kind of explain what it's about here. Basically, Amy Adams's character is an artist, and she gets a book from her ex-husband, and she starts reading it. And there's a couple different things happening where it's about Amy Adams and her life at this point. And then there's also, um, they flash back a little bit to Amy Adams and her ex-husband, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and their lives together a little bit. But then also, you're seeing the story of the book that she's reading from her ex-husband. So there's a couple different things happening here. But it is, it is incredible. <laughs> I really, it's, it's a great film, in my opinion. Um, Ozzy, what were your overall thoughts on Nocturnal Animals? I loved this movie this movie is so good um 
I don't know if Carl. I think Carl is only going to agree with me in this one performance, but um, I have two that really stand out in my mind. Oh yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep, that's the first one. Oh my gosh! If he does not get nominated, I'm going <laughs> to pissed. Jake Gyllenhaal should have been nominated a couple of times at this point. He did so well in this movie, and there is a specific scene that stands out in my mind where I was just my jaw just dropped because it was so good. He performed it so well and He's so powerful. Honestly, like when he, that that oh. scene was so powerful, and you honestly you felt for his character so definitely. Um, another another actor that really stood out to me. And this movie, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if Carlos is gonna agree, but Aaron Taylor Johnson as Ray Marcus. Mm-hmm. The first time we saw him, because Carlos didn't even know that he totally forgot that Aaron Taylor. You, yeah, you forgot that he was gonna be there. Um, the first time we saw him in this in this movie, the opening scene with him, I was just like, "Wow, um, this is a completely different character mm-hmm. that I've ever seen him." Because he's not he's not Quicksilver. Yeah. He's not he's not kick ass. He's not. The boring uh, guy from yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, a lot of people had a problem with his performance in Godzilla. This guy had character, and he took... He and... He gets Jake, better as the film gets along, goes along. Yeah, and he actually played with Jake. He played along with Jake Gyllenhaal, and they had great chemistry together, mm-hmm. I have to say. Like, they worked off of each other so well. Yeah. He um, kept up with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. That is... In, that's a feat in and of itself, <laughs> yes. honestly. Like... <laughs> Performance-wise, he kept up with Jake Gyllenhaal. That that's all I. That's the biggest praise I can give him. Because all right, let me go back to Jake Gyllenhaal a little bit here. Because if you know me at all, you know that I've always said that my man crushes Jake Gyllenhaal. If I was gonna go gay, it's for Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> is so good. He's amazing, um, and he gives one of the best perform. I won't say the best performances of his career. And that's what makes me a little nervous that he's not going to get nominated because if he didn't get nominated for freaking Nightcrawler, I don't know what he's going to get nominated for because he was fantastic in this movie. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and good Lord, there, I know exactly what your senior talk, what senior talking about. And if he does get nominated, I guarantee you that scene is going to be the one that they play in front of his name. Because, oh my gosh, he's so good. And then Aaron Taylor Johnson, career-defining performance for him. This is one that is going to probably get him some major roles. Hopefully. Because I'm now very curious about him. I'm like, I want to see him in more stuff now. I've never said that about Aaron Taylor Johnson. So I'm, as Quicksilver, he's fine. Um, Godzilla, very boring performance, in my opinion. Kick-Ass, he's okay. Like, whatever. Like, it's not a very, like, challenging performance for that. But this... Good lord, he raised the level of difficulty in this in this movie, and he definitely met it. And like I said, he acted across of Jake Gyllenhaal. That's a great performance. Yes, I think I, I know we're I know we're just talking about these two. I know you guys will get there. Like, I know you guys are wondering like what we thought of Amy Adams, Michael Shannon, or whatever. But these two are the standout performances in this I, movie. Yeah, I would I would disagree in one sense. No, Michael Shannon. Saying, no, but I'm not saying that he's not a stand-up performance. I know. I'm just saying these are the two. These are the main two. That's yeah, they're the leads. Yeah. Yeah. These well, are the two, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. These are the two lead performances that really steal the show for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, getting into Michael Shannon. Oof. Michael Shannon. Oh my gosh. This I, is the one he could get nominated for. Please. Yes. I think please. he does such a great job in this movie. Yeah. Um, you guys can argue. He's just. You guys can argue with saying, "Oh, Ozzy, he's just like." A boring cop. No. No, um, no. He is so good in this movie. Loves his performance. Mm-hmm. He is, I would say he's the third standout. Yes. Um, does such a great job in this movie. He, 
plays off again, plays off of Jake Gyllenhaal really well. Yes. Um, so great in this movie. And I'm, I'm not going to get, actually, yeah, Jake, I'm just not going to say anything. Okay. But yeah. Um, Michael Shannon, great. Oh, he, I think I could easily see him getting nominated. Uh, to me, it was my one of maybe my second pay, second favorite supporting performance so far this year, behind um, uh, John Goodman. In no, is it John Goodman? No, oh crap, I can't think of who it is. I'm, I'm blanking on the name. In Hell or High Water, Jeff Bridges. Yes, Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water. There we go. It's my second favorite um, supporting performance of the year um, for me personally. He was so great his character was so well written too uh just the way he kind of was just like you know what i don't give enough <laughs> like he literally is like i don't give enough but he actually said it because we're not going to bleep things out on this podcast but anyway um it, it was a great performance great character um and then what i'll say about amy adams she was good in this movie i don't think she was like amazing i think she was better in arrival but the one thing i will say in about her performance in this and about her in this movie, she has amazing chemistry with Jake Gyllenhaal. Every time they were on screen together, I was like, oh my gosh, are they like dating in real life? Because I could easily see that. Yeah, because you really buy into their relationship. Yes. And another thing that really works with these actors is the screenplay. And yes. I have to say the screenplay is really, really good. Um, this is, like, a, I want to say this again. This is one of the best screenplays Ooh. that we've seen all year. Just gonna put put it out there. I have a few issues with it here and there, but I I can respect that. Yeah, because the the screenplay in this movie and, mm-hmm. and some just by some of the lines in this movie um, delivered by Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. delivered by Michael Shannon, delivered by Aaron Taylor Johnson are just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they were ad libbed or whatever, but the lines were just so good. They're well delivered. I have to give it that. Mm-hmm. Um, the cinematography in this movie. I don't know. Did yes. All right. The thing is, this movie is directed by Tom Ford, who is a fashion designer. And while some people might get a little annoyed because sometimes it's very obvious that he is a very visual director, like he wants everything to look perfect in every shot, I think it really works in this movie. Like, he definitely has an eye for the visual aspect of filmmaking, and I think it it was just really impressive and it was on display in this movie. Um, I really did appreciate kind of his eye in this movie. So, yeah, I think he did a great, like a fantastic job Mm -hmm. when it came to cinematography, the sound also in this movie. Yes. The sound was so good. Kind of visceral too. Like you could feel some (laughs) of the things happening. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) definitely the sound in this movie worked. Um, and the story, the story. Let's was talk about the story so a little bit. Good. The story um, was really good. I'm not. I don't want to spoil anything because I was shocked by some of the things that happened in this story. Like I was like, "Whoa, this is where we're going!" <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> um, and it is just honestly, once you because it takes a little bit, and I'll get to this in my negos. But once we get to the story in this movie, like the actual story here, I was just like eyes glued to the screen and i could feel you too like we were both like oh we're locked in now like as soon as there's one event that happens we're both like click locked in (laughs) it's just like the story is so good and you're on the edge of your seat you're like oh my gosh what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next um and that partial part of that comes because amy adams a lot of the story is being told by amy adams reading this book right 
and she would read something and something dramatic would happen and then she shut the book and you're just like no 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 I understand why you shut it but please keep reading um it really freaking worked I I'm telling you the story was great great um and then I'll also say the direction and a lot of the editing in this movie, they were able to kind of, like I said, like I explained the kind of plot of this movie, they of they were able to tell three distinct stories and they interweaved them very well. Like I, I could easily tell this is when this is happening. This is when this was happening. It was all put together really well. They were put in the prop in proper positions um, in the film, in the overall runtime of the movie, it all really worked together. Um, and I do really think the movie was directed well, which is shocking considering, again, it was directed by a fashion designer. <laughs> you know, this, he has, I, I've never, I don't think I've seen any of his I don't any of think I have either. Player, but, um, you know, for someone who is a fashion designer <laughs> and someone who is also, um, I don't know what else he does, but this just shows that he has a very creative mind yeah He's very artistic yes and i respect that um the fact that you can make clothes um because mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he also had he had he must have had something to do with the costumes in yeah, the movie because probably I, I don't i think the costumes movie were pretty good yeah um so the fact that he has a great eye for clothes and um which you guys may say oh well, it sounds a little weird <laughs> um but um the fact that he has an eye for clothes um I can definitely see him bringing some of his perfection style to this film, and I think it works. Yeah. So I I do respect his creative mind in in both yeah. fields of film and in the fashion industry. Yeah. I'm gonna get right. in that. Let's move on to negatives here. Ozzy, do you have anything? What do you got? Um, this is just nitpicking here, but it's something that I have to address just in case people don't get it because I know people. You're talking about the first five minutes? No. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. The first five minutes, first five minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Day that's one. something we have to say. This is not a movie. Number one, this is not a movie for everybody. Because the first five minutes are going to turn a lot of people off. If you go to see this movie based on a recommendation, you're going to watch this. And the first five minutes, you're going to go like, what the hell did they send me to? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's what you're going to say. And promise me, I promise you just power through the first five minutes. It's really right, weird. Really kind of disgusting. But it, right, it, close your it eyes. just power through it. Um, and then also, it's a very dark movie, and it's very, while it is honestly very mainstream in its story, it's very art- artistic the way it's told. So I think that's going to put a lot of people off as well. Um, but I just had to say that about the first five minutes. What were you going to get to? I was going to get to the fact there are, okay, there's a story told from a book yeah, and a timeline from the past, and, and then there's like the yeah. present time. Yeah. They don't explain um, which is which. So, I mean, it's 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 yeah. obvious. It's made obvious. Yes. But I know that there are going to be some, the select few, and I'm not going to call you out. <laughs> there's going to be the select few who aren't going to get what's happening. Um, and I, It's unapologetic about yes. its different timelines yes. and different things that are happening. Agreed. Because, yeah. and I mean, it's fine, but I just do think that's something that needs to be addressed. Okay. Um, and that's the only reason why it's going to be a negative, because I know... Okay. Fair some enough. Select few people. Fair enough. Um, my thing is there are there's some kind of. This is a movie I think I need to see again because there's a lot of different. They would juxtapose like one scene from one storyline with another scene that's happening in the present, or something that's happened in our past with something that's happened in the story. Or something that happened in the past or something that's happening currently. Like, there's all these different... Like, they would put one scene here and then they would flash to something else in a different storyline to kind of compare the two. 
and I feel like I need to see it again because I didn't get some of those. And for now, I'm going to put some some of that, some of that juxtaposition as a negative, just because there were some times where I'm like, they're trying to say something, but I think it's just a little too, it's a little bit too much of a reach, and it's a little, coming off as a little pretentious, at times. That's not a lot of it. A lot of it, I was like, oh, that's really interesting what they're trying to say there. But some of it just didn't work. Um, Upon first viewing, I will give it that caveat. Um, And then also... Yeah, what I I do also want to say that this is hard because I was in genuinely interested because of Amy Adams' performance in the current storyline, in like the the um, present day storyline, but based on the strength of some of the uh, of the other two storylines, it just wasn't as good. I'll say that every time that the present day storyline came on, I was like, okay, but. Every time that the book storyline came on, I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there yeah. was a difference. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you would agree or disagree. I agree with you there. Yeah. I think. But the, it's not a bad thing, though. Yeah, I mean, they, they, these are all pieces of the movie that all fit together well. Yeah. Um, so I think you needed each one of the others. But the the ones that stand out, of course, are, it, of course, in our mind, is mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. The book is fantastic. <laughs> I would not mind if they actually made a movie just of the book. Oh, so, um, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and I will also say that there are some really strange... While I did love the editing, there are some little times in this movie where I was just like... like Honestly, there's a moment in the, the beginning of the film where they had a just flat-out jump cut. And I was like, what, what, what is going on? Like, You don't <laughs> see jump cuts in film, in modern film it just doesn't happen like that doesn't work and it was like okay that was strange and there's there's also other little moments like that where i'm just like it's almost like was this like the editor's first time but at the same time you're just like it was so masterfully edited overall that it didn't really bother me again i'm just nitpicking here um at that at this point but that's all i gotta say do you have anything else no this is uh that's it for me man all right um what is your score for nocturnal animals 9.2 I am at the exact same score. We are both at a 9.2. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um, this movie is so good. I agree. Um, definitely check it out. Definitely. I feel like this is a film. Uh, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But it is high on my list. Yeah. So I, I definitely recommend this film mm-hmm. to some of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, before we move on to recommendations, really quick, I want to throw out a just, this is really random, and you, people are probably going to go, what is going on, and why does it matter? And you're probably going to look at me funny, but I want to put a, a little stat correction here, because I misread my rating, because I had written them down previously for the first movie we reviewed. It is an 8.8, not an 8.9. Just little correction there, just for the record. Anyway, moving <laughs> on, it doesn't change my overall views on that movie. Moving on. Recommendations. Ozzy, what do you got? The only reason why I'm recommending this movie today is because I bought it today. Okay. Uh, but it is on, I believe it's my either, I think it's my number two right now. Yes. My favorite yes, animation of the year. Kubo and the Two Strings. It is such a great animation movie. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. It made it in my favorite animation movies of all time. I think it's on, I think it's in my number four spot there. Jeez. Yeah, it's just that good, and it connects to me deeply. We already reviewed it, so check that episode out if you want yeah, more thoughts. Go on back that. and listen to our Kubo so, review. 
Go check out Kubo. It's on DVD now. Check it out. <laughs> uh, highly recommend that. I definitely agree there. Um, my recommendation is going to be Don't Think Twice. It is a little indie movie with... Um, oh, crap. I need to pull up the cast here. But it is... It's just such a good movie. It has... It's about this improv um, group and kind of their... Not only their improv and their kind of lifestyle as kind of improv comedians, but also just their relationships with each other and their kind of view on life and view on the industry that they're in. And it's just such an interesting look into that world, into that lifestyle, um, and into these characters. It definitely has Key from Key and Peele. Um, I'm pulling up the rest of the cast here in a second, but just... It balances the dramatic elements really well um, with the comedic elements. Because, honestly, some of the improv... I, I really do wonder how much of this movie was actually improv. Honestly. <laughs> because it's about an improv team, so I wonder if it actually let them improv a lot of it. Or if, like, some of it was scripted or the basic ideas were put there. Like, how pure of improv was it? You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Um, have you heard of this movie, Ozzy? No, I have not. Um, but... It, it was just really interesting. I know definitely the other standout to me, I can't think of her name, and I think you might be pulling up the cast list, but she was in um, Community. The She was Britta in Community. I can't think of her name, so sorry, shoot me now if you, I can't remember her name, but whatever. Um, and she was really great as well. And it just, it's a really interesting story. It's about, like, honestly, it's... I think it's ultimately about just being content where you are and not just always looking and going, how can I make my life better? Like, just be content where you are. And I think that's the ultimate message of the movie. And it's a really good story and a really good message. So I really do like that movie. And check it out. Just watch it. It came out this year, um, but it's probably on demand somewhere. So check that out. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ozzy, you want to sign us out here? Yeah, man. Where can people find you on social media? All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook at ScreenFellows because we put a lot of cool stuff there. Um, we just had a pretty uh, cool meme on there about the ScreenFellows. Um, so definitely check that out. And also make sure you follow our subscribe to our YouTube channel because we put out a lot of great content there. We just had a top ten fantasy video come out, and um, we also we we got some nice feedback from that. So definitely check that out there. All right, guys, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy and on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. Also, if you have any questions that you guys want to ask me, any topics that you guys want to talk about, email me at ozzy.castro at screensfellows, sorry, screenfellows.com. <laughs> guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to subscribe and listen on YouTube. Well, watch on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. Um, please write and review the podcast on iTunes. Please comment on the video yes. on YouTube because that help us a lot. Drop a like on the video too. Hell, oh yeah, hell yeah, man! Do it. <laughs> um, we have some pretty great content coming up on YouTube, so definitely check that out, guys. Guys, this is Screen Fellas. Peace.